Oh my god. <laughs> the fuck is that? Also, how did you two like go kiss in the hallway and then meet back up? Because he. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh, god damn it. We just went and touched tips real quick. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Docking. Who docked? Did you what? guys do some docking? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, I missed it. Oh my god. Hell yeah, brother, there it is. So we got me taking shits out in the wilderness. It's a shit show. Fuck yeah, it is. Dad, yeah, just just go ahead and send it. Let's talk talking about some letter kitty, eh? Sent. Oh, Did God, you just bro. You just finished letter kitty, didn't you? Uh, I'm on the last episode of the season. Are you really? Yeah. Dude, yeah I gotta watch it. Gotta start watching more of it. It's an amazing show. I oh my god! I didn't realize it's, how it's, far it was. Me as a man. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pitter patter, boys. Let's get at her, eh? Hey. <laughs> okay. All right. We got in today's corner. So we got Wolverine's more attractive brother, Richard Gassett. Dark we got. A man who thinks that the pinnacle of gastronomy are grilled cheeses to Tyler Durham. <laughs> and it's your boy, Devin. I 100% brush my teeth for an online podcast. <laughs> Welcome to it, guys. <laughs> I just want to point out you brush your teeth, but you neglected a shirt. I did. For no, shirts podcast. are for the week. I, I, like what? You know, free the nipple, man. I'm, I'm all That's about fine. it. I'm with Let's you. Let's go. That is a movement I can get behind. Free to boobies. Why not? You know, I mean, it, it makes life easier on them. Makes life better for us. Life I'm talking about all boobies, man. Them us. Just in general. Like if you're yeah, a dude walking city. around with some hefties, man, let him go. <laughs> I appreciate no trucks, all body types. I'm here for everyone. Free the splitter puppies. No body shaming here, boys. <laughs> I'm so into it. Uh, last week, we went over televangelism part one. Let's see here. We uh, everything we went over, man. We went over so much last week. Who these who these guys are? Who these who these terrible people are? Who gets into it? Like like who does get into uh, uh, Jesus TV? And, and the the answer is is that it's just it's desperate people looking for a better life, and and people who want to assert some sort of control over their life by paying into the system. Uh, we went over just how much money uh, they make. And how much money the, the government would make if they tax churches, which, come to find out, a lot of other, uh, a lot of other governments do in Europe. They tax churches. Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is wild. Um, let's see here. Like, what, what what was the answer? Eighty-four billion is how much they would come up annually, with. Yeah, right? eight, eighty. Yeah, uh, annually. 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 That's not just like a one-stop shop. This is annually. This is a bigger pay dirt than weed was, man. Yeah, and, I uh, uh, actually decided yeah. I can't do the uh, richest piss scale tonight because uh, what was that? after the the last conversation we had, I had to go downstairs, you know, just try to continue the rest of my evening. And Michelle got just the, the <laughs> ass end of fury, and she had no <laughs> idea what the fuck I was talking about. I just came downstairs. <laughs> they could do this. They could fucking take care of that. She's just like, I- I'm just trying to play Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that bothered me more than anything. Like, part of that episode was actually talking about the monetary value of all of this yeah oh my god yeah that that had me fucking livid yeah man yeah you know fun federal cancer research for in training for the next 16 years Mm. yeah that right there that's what set me over the fucking top yeah me too i was like dude you kidding me 100 percent. like like you can't you can't be alive today and not be affected in one way or another by cancer like you you really can't Uh, one in eight women now have breast cancer Mm. Talking about yeah. for your nipple, we were talking about earlier. One in eight. That's an ungodly number. Pay the salary oh, of every high school teacher in the U.S. for two years. The coaches do. Ah, oof, oof. Do we do we consider coaches teachers? Well, I mean, those who can't teach, coach, correct? I thought it was those who can't play. <laughs> teach. I mean, either way, <laughs> yeah. Do teach? Yeah. Wow, we're really I mean, I think huh? my coach actually had a sponsorship with some kind of like a rehabilitation clinic because every fucking game, you know, I would have been a pro if it wouldn't have been for my knee. <laughs> Son but, of a bitch. But thanks to prosperity physical therapy, <laughs> I'm back in. <laughs> I paid prosperity all my physical money. therapy. <laughs> oh my god, could you all imagine? All that seed money paid out. 
And he's going to physical therapy and it's just like, yeah, you know, uh, you can either work really fucking hard for the next six months and get right back in there, or you can just pay us a shit ton of money and you'll be good to go. Or you could pay us a thousand dollars. You know, actually, let's put things into context. Like, just how fucking ludicrous is that? It's just like in any other aspect of the world, it's like, yo, uh, like, my car's broken. It's like, okay, well, either we can fix it or you can give me a shit ton of money and uh, that alone will fix it. Or, man, like, my crops aren't growing. It's like, maybe I should take care of them. Nah, fuck that. Give the church all of your money and your crops will grow. Like, it's just, just hearing it out loud is bullshit. Yeah, dude. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. Corn looks a little dry. We can either spray water on it or we can give that Robert Tilton guy $1,000. I mean, that's not <laughs> pretty good. He's got a fancy name. Robert, what was it again? Robert Tilton. 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 Oh yes. Yeah. No. It's just a it's, bad it's, name. He's a wonderful. He's a wonderful person. But anyway, welcome back, guys. Welcome to television. Or, I'm sorry. Tele- I told you I was gonna do it. I said I was gonna see <laughs> television part two. <laughs> I practiced it eleven times. Televangelism part two. <laughs> Should have given the church your money, Bo. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. I'm gonna go ahead and say it that if if I knew that my donations to the church and my tithing to the church would give me quality music like this, I might still be going just for the jams. Yeah, I can see that. You know? See that? Yeah. If only this weren't made ironically. (laughs) The altar boys had air horns. Yeah. Got the preacher up there just COVID nineteen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's something yeah, wrong no. with me. There, dude, that's, so that's Kenneth Copeland. We talked about him last episode. The guy that, that looks like a snake and uh mm. and one hundred percent he's seventy five years old and looks like he's forty five from the amount of plastic that's in him. Yeah, that guy. The guy that's worth uh six hundred million I'm sorry, his ministry's worth six hundred million dollars. He's worth three hundred million dollars. Absolutely insane. Insane. Yeah, Three hundred million dollars. Uh, can't even wrap your head around that. Like that's holy shit. No, that's that's an unfathomable amount of money. Like, like, what do you spend three hundred million dollars on? Like, what do you actually spend three hundred million dollars on? Uh, <laughs> Apparently, airplanes. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's 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 a, a really fleet good of point. Private jets. A fleet of private jets, dude. We, we. You honestly, you can't get away from the uh, the controversies about this prosperity gospel. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, look. Just recently, like literally within the time it took us to record the last episode to this episode, we had a major scandal in the news. Uh, Robert Falwell Jr. out of Liberty University. Mm. You guys heard about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, dude, he, oh, wow. This is, first off, I, this, I, I got a new part of the story that blew my mind. I'll, I'll give you the full timeline because I've heard about half of it, but I'll start from the beginning. On August 7th, he got in trouble and he took an, an indefinite leave of absence after a photo he posted on social media showed his pants unzipped and his arm around the waist of a woman whose shorts were similarly unzipped. And this one was also not his wife. All right, so then two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they were going in the pool. The man's worth, you know, more than $100 million. He's probably got a pool. All right, cool. That's fine. Um, we can We can walk past that until... 
if you for, fast forward two weeks to August 23rd, he made a public statement, and this is the part that's amazing. Uh, his wife had an affair and that they had been targets of blackmail. <laughs> now, the problem with this story is it's about to flip super hardcore because later the next day, Routers published a story in which the man who Falwell's wife allegedly had an affair with came forward and said, nah, man, that's not how it happened. Yes, I had sex with his wife, but Robert Falwell was actually in the room watching us the whole time, and he paid Yes! Us. We got a cuck. <laughs> yes! <Yeah. laughs> we need a cuck counter in the corner. Oh, man. Like, we're, what, five minutes in and we've already got a cuck? Ah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not Robert Falwell. It's Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell. Let me, let me make sure that that we get this we get this right because his dad Jerry, Jerry Senior. Jr. This is Jerry right yeah this is Jerry Jr. Yeah. So Jerry Jerry Senior was the um, a huge televangelist made enough money uh, being a televangelist that he created Liberty University and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, this is it's, it's amazing so, that went to Liberty so do I, I yeah I, I, I do too I, I know people that yeah, graduate I know a couple people yeah. They've got no, some the really great programs there. Oh, you didn't? Oh. No. I think he actually just went to Liberty for the snowboarding. I I will say. <laughs> I will say. Okay. <laughs> uh, Wouldn't have been my first pick, but all right. You know, not for not for snowboarding. Maybe maybe uh somewhere in Colorado. But Colorado. Um, I'm gonna say it, man. I think the college is probably the biggest waste of time and money these days oh yeah i'm 100 percent that i mean i'm yeah. a prime example of that but you know we can talk about that some other time i mean yeah, yeah that could be absolutely something we can talk about later no absolutely i'd actually like to talk to mike rowe one day because as much as of an advocate as he is for college is as much as he is not for college because he's all about trade schools and be like, hey, do think like find what you're good at and then your passion will come later. And a lot of people aren't good at accounting. If you're not good with numbers, maybe don't be an accountant. But it's but if it's, you are, you should be a televangelist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, apparently. But if you're really good with numbers, religion is for you. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm actually looking at Ken, uh, Kenneth Copeland right now. I was mm-hmm. looking up that uh, whole jet thing. Bought it from Tyler or it's Tyler Perry's old jet. And uh, apparently he uh, was waiting for it to touch down at his airport, his personal airport. And uh, he has on like a bomber jacket and some aviators and he's just watching it land. And then he posted a picture on Twitter with him in front of it, of this Gulfstream 5 and it has mission accomplished over it. No oh, way. Wow. This is great. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's awesome. Are we going back to Butch's mission yeah. accomplished? Yep. That's all I could think about, man. It, oh man. It, oh. Two th- was it was it was that two thousand three two thousand four? I want to say two thousand. Yeah, like right after the initial invasion. Yeah, it was it was right after we took like the right after. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, we Holy fixed man. Afghanistan. Yep, we liberated <laughs> Iraq. Mm. That's why I still have a job. <laughs> yeah, we but did. The fact that, um, the fact that Kenneth Copeland has an airport, like I think that bothers me. Uh, apart from like the monetary like gain from taxing churches the fact that this man has a fleet of aircraft and his own airport what why why does he need that to spread the word of god here's a great quote from him uh and this is quote from kenneth copeland here i wanted to make clear that or make it that clear so the devil can't lie to you and say, see there, them preachers spending all that money, just fat cats riding around. No, we're not. Uh, but we're in the soul business here. We got a dying world around us. We got a dying nation around us, and we can't even get there on an airline. <laughs> can you not? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just going to. You're right. You're right. You're right, Kenneth. You're right, Kenny G. Kenny, Kenny C. Kenny. Uh, no, no, don't equate him to Kenny G. Kenny G is a no. fucking angel. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially National with his treasure. prime work that he did with uh, Top Gun. Mm, inspiration. Oh, man. Bless. Moment of silence. Mm. Moment of silence but, uh, Top Gun. 
Yeah, he owns his own airport. The whole... Okay, I'm sorry. His ministry that he directs and owns owns the airport. So the airport's tax-free. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, the whole tax-exempt thing, I was uh, was watching John Oliver's awesome episode from like five years ago on televangelism. And uh, he points out that the Copelands, because him and his wife are both right um mm-hmm. their home is registered as a parsonage and their home is tax exempt their 6.3 million dollar estate is tax exempt oh how much what a 6.3 million dollar ranch now i'm trying to fathom how much dude. land that is just think how much the fucking the the property taxes on that was it in Texas, right? It's gotta be pretty oh, yeah. insane. There, there are no property taxes but, uh, because it's uh, a parsonage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, oh my god, fucking absolutely for Jesus. You can live a good life on a hundred thousand dollars. I think we all can agree to that. There you go. And um, yeah, that's 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 loops hole, loopholes for Jesus. And and the the biggest issue the biggest issue with me is is I don't have a problem with religion i don't if, if you want to believe in something you should believe in anything you want especially if it makes your life better and if it as long as it doesn't harm anyone around you believe in anything it's it's great but these guys are hurting people they're they're taking money from people they're being greedy they're they're doing exactly everything that that particular religion says don't do i mean almost every time that uh jesus has a parable or anything it's basically says hey be poor, live modest. It does say be poor. It does say live modest, though. Like li- live comfortably, but not you know incredibly wealthy. But which is exactly what these guys are. Like Falwell, even though he got he got booted from Liberty University, uh, he still got a ten point five million dollar severance package. What from what? Uh, um, specifically because. He's being to his position without a formal accusation or any admission of wrongdoing. So he's he's getting put on like an administrative leave, and they're giving him a golden parachute because of it. What? Damn. Yeah. That's just not right. uh, Basically, because letting another dude have sex with your wife while you watch (laughs) is not (laughs) illegal. Paying him may be illegal unless you film it because then it becomes legal again in America. I, I don't know why. I'm pretty sure that if you okay. got that kind of money and power, you're definitely filming that. Like I'm I'm pretty sure like he's got a room somewhere of all these videos <laughs> and like he invites his other friends over yeah. and they just pass around some popcorn. Isn't that what Jeffrey no Epstein did? <sighs> Ooh. Yeah, well, I'm pretty uh, sure that's, that's what he did. Like bare minimum, that's what he did. Uh, he oh, definitely did a lot. Absolutely. So, no, I, I, related to the topic of televangelism, real quick, right? Did you guys watch the series on HBO? Um, God, what's it called? The Righteous Gemstones. Oh yes. No. Oh, <laughs> with Danny McMasters. Danny McBride. McBride. Yeah. I'm terrible. Danny McBride, Damn, where his man. family is televangelist in like the mm-hmm. south with the whole recording cuck thing there's a whole like portion of that where there's like he's getting blackmailed because somebody <laughs> recorded or got video footage of them at like some party in vegas and it's funny as shit you should watch that show just a side note it's related to this it's fucking hilarious Strong- it's strongly uh the righteous gemstones okay y'all yeah, check that out highly oh, yeah, recommend no, it. Abs- absolutely it's 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 incredible have you guys done any research on Robert Tilton? I watched some of this stuff that have. earlier today, uh, but not a ton. Oh, Bobby T. Bob, just li- listen. Listen what Bobby T. has to say about about paying your tithes. That word's not for everyone, but it's a particular person. You should have moved a long time ago. And you're missing it, and your family's suffering by it. Mm. That's a word. 
as surely as I'm speaking by the Spirit of God, that is a word for a person right now, that is God penetrating your heart, it's burning on the inside of you, and you need to make a vow of faith of a thousand dollars. Oh, Bob, couldn't you say 25? No! You can't make a thousand dollar vow of faith. I'm saying in faith. So we got people that don't have teenagers that have no, hardly nothing going for them. They got enough faith to make a thousand dollar vow and send a little five dollars here and ten dollars there as God begins to move like a whirlwind in their lives. Because they don't have that old programming of religion. But this isn't the way we do it in my church. Forget your church. Forget your church. Outstanding. Outstanding, old Bobby T. So, Bobby T, he, he, I'm going to refer to him as Bobby T because I just don't like saying Robert Tilton. Uh, he's the one that he got in trouble because he got investigated by uh, ABC. Mm. And basically what, what, they came, what they came to say was they were like, hey, we just want to know, did you or, or didn't you actually pray over all the, the, uh, the envelopes he got back? Because he was the one that was sending envelopes. And uh, this, is, this is the same guy that uh, you were talking earlier about John Oliver and how yeah. he sends you like little pieces of cloth to, to, to pray over. He was over. sending like little packets of oil and stuff, right? To pray over yeah. and like put back on the envelopes. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's so, wild. Oh, yeah. So basically what he got in trouble for, and, and, this is, and I'm serious on this, he didn't get in trouble for sending the little packets of oil or the little pieces of money um, back to people so that they could they could uh, give more as he asked for more money he got in trouble because when they sent it back he said hey I'm going to pray over these and I'm going to touch these and accept their blessings and I'm going to channel their blessings to God somehow and basically what they found out was all everything that got sent back all the donations that got sent back everything that got sent back went straight to a bank where they took the money out and they threw away the cards Robert Tilton never touched him. Bobby E.T. never prayed over him. And that got him in trouble with the IRS. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> looking at something he, right now showing that uh, Tiltman and Popoff, another uh, televangelist, they actually both won the uh, Pegasus Award in the same year. And the Pegasus Award is apparently an award that is... It's like a tongue-in-cheek award that's given to, like, paranormal psychologists and stuff like that who are basically found to be fraudsters uh, just okay. for oh. for that exact instance. That's what I'm looking at right now. Like, that instance is what was uh, documented as, like, the reason he won the award. Won, quote-unquote. The Pegasus mm. Award. Is, that's kind of that's up there with the Darwin Awards. We should sit on the Darwin Awards sometime. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, do you guys know what the Darwin Awards are? Oh, yeah. People that die in just yeah. absolutely ridiculous yeah. ways. Oh, yeah. Like, my, my favorite Darwin Award was the guy that uh, strapped six rocket engines to his car because he wanted to see how fast he could go, and they found him three-quarters of the way up the side of a mountain. Mm, dude, you can't get mad at a man for dreaming. You can you could definitely get mad at a man for not realizing that hitting the brakes with six solid-fuel rocket motors that can't be— or, I'm sorry, eight solid-fuel rocket motors that can't be turned off the brakes on your your 96 Chevy, you know, Chevelle aren't going to work or an 86 Chevy Chevelle it was it was a super old car. I mean, but can you fault him though because honestly a guy that straps that many rockets to his car just trying to go super fast like some Ricky Bobby shit like he's obviously not smart. <laughs> just want to go fast. Just want to go fast. Woo! I bet that guy had just the best go. time of his life before he just I mean, what would happen at that point? You would just cease to exist, I think, for about 27 seconds. Just having a blast and just a memory. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for I guess 27 seconds, he was definitely the fastest man on Earth, you know? But then, you know, there's that whole, like, hey, maybe I ought to stop. And then the next, like, six seconds of his life where he went vertical, I'm sure he probably pooped his pants and did a little, little bit of panic. And, a little bit of panic, I'm sure. Panic or yep. just sheer, like, ecstasy at the fact that he was fucking flying. Mm. Oh, you yeah. don't. Didn't that a uh, flat earther guy just die too, with his homemade dude, steam try rocket? Trying to launch his own rocket to prove the Earth wasn't round. Yeah, dude should have given money to Jesus. So instead of using cameras, he just put himself in there. You're right. 
You know what? Should have donated to the church, man. Put some seed if money in. Given... Maybe you would have gotten a better return than combustion. <laughs> I mean, fuck. he had a he had a pretty fast return on uh on, on dropping down without a parachute. Oh That's man, wild. yeah. No, that, that 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 thing that thing always blows my mind. Flat Earthers, and they're now denying that uh, Australia doesn't exist, and uh, the the Australian Flat Earth Society's having a fit about that. Yeah, we need to we need to cover that in another episode as well. I'm intrigued by that. Well, I mean, the Earth's not flat; it's hollow. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, I'll go there. <laughs> I have no problem going there, buddy. <laughs> You're one of those that believes in the earth, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I should make a blanket statement that I don't necessarily buy into these conspiracy theories. They're just fucking fun. Oh, yeah. I do love No, 100%. Cons- yeah. yeah. Like the Speaking conspiracy of conspiracy head. theories, though, let's uh, let's get back on track here. Um, so we were just discussing... Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Tiltman, right? I'm looking yeah. at something here, too, where he oh, yeah. uh, claimed Tilton. to have cured a woman of uterine cancer. But uh, it was someone in his audience, but come to find out later, the whole thing was debunked. And uh, he was nationally addressed by it because it was a man dressed as a woman in the back. So, obviously, oh, no you know, couldn't get uterine cancer. And I'm just reading this article right now. A lot of racism comes from this guy. Holy shit. Oh, really? really? Tillman's just a bad person. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, you, you could. I mean, first off, you heard him say, "Hey, I need a thousand dollars." Oh, I don't have a thousand dollars. I've only got twenty-five. Well, that, that's not enough. Well, apparently, people who even did give, uh, like a Vivian Elliott, she she won one point five million off of him uh, after because she made a donation to a uh, to basically a crisis center that they were going to build. And uh, but then it was proven that it was never built nor intended to be built. Oh, and the shittiest part about this is because with money comes better everything, which includes lawyers. He then appealed it, and then he never had to pay the one point five million. Damn! So, so that money just disappeared. I, no, it's still yeah, yeah. She just into basically the paid into of the it. church. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Absolutely wild. That's no, just ridiculous. Yeah. No, yeah, and then my, my favorite is whenever he tries to uh, defend the KKK under the Free Speech Act. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, okay. he, 100%. How does that fit into Jesus' message? Yeah, I'm really curious about that now. I'm super I, lost. I've got, I, I, I've got nothing... About that, fair and 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 yeah, I I don't know, man. I, I put a pin no, in that. I've, I've got nothing. I've got, the fact that yeah, no, we can we can tackle that sometime whenever we we finally address that. But but man, you can't you can't sit there and say that the KKK is right in everything that they did because of your First Amendment, and that's not. That's it's not how that works. Like, first off, you, you can't say, "Oh no, it's okay if we burn crosses in people's front yards because that's free speech." Nah, man, not okay. But I just whatever, man. I'm confused at how he can even come close to starting to defend that. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I understand he's using the First Amendment argument, but that's burning an effigy, which would go against every single thing that a televangelist should and is supposed to stand for. Just an evangelist, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like acceptance. Everyone's a person. Everyone's a human. And if everyone's a Christian, then life is amazing. Doesn't matter their skin, race, or color, creed, or whatever. It's, oh man, yeah, no, that's. I hate these people to the to the bottom of my heart. And I really hope I that one day they get hit with tax evasion and go to go to jail for the rest of their life, like Pablo Escobar. Not as I'm, I'm sorry, not Pablo not Escobar. Who is the uh, gangster? Who is the gangster from uh, from the mafia? Al Capone. That's how he Al got Capone, him. Al Capone, yeah. Died of syphilis in prison. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what I was saying, I was like, I don't, I, I try to avoid the word hate. I mean, there's a lot of really heavy connotation that comes along with that. I mean, like, you've really, really got to believe in that. But, man, fuck these guys. Like, I, I, 
I don't want to say I hate yeah, them. Bro. I don't know them, but I hate everything that they stand for and what they're doing to people. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I hate the ideology. Like, the whole idea of the prosperity gospel. Oh, give me money to benefit yourself. Maybe. Later on down the line. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, this is just one person that we're talking about. All right, what, two or three people that we've talked about so far. There's a, I'm looking at a fucking laundry list right now of these pieces oh, yeah, of shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my, my favorite's the, uh, when they rate them for top ten, most, most, uh, most wealthy. Yeah, like it's, like it's a, a Forbes 500 list. And, and you're looking at it, and, and, and the only thing you can think is, these guys are, on, the only way that they're making their money. Like, even now, Robert Tilton, after being exposed, after getting his ass handed to him, uh, uh, legislatively through the, exp- uh, the ABC expose, um, he had to sh- actually shut down and restart everything. He's now still, uh, today, this year, will make $24 million tax-free. Good God, man. How? Off Using what? the same just, scams. Same seriously. Thing. He just restarted yeah, his ministry. Mm-hmm. Is he one of the guys that has the uh, one of the 24-hour networks that just always airs his stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, like that clip we played earlier. Um, yeah. I know we just had the audio recording here, but it definitely had the, uh, the number at the bottom. And I'm sure it plays on, you know, one of the uh, evangelical sites. Because I'm, I mean, let's be that's honest, like, who are the most successful evangelists these, these days? And that's the corrupt ones, the, the, the televangelists, the, uh, the prosperity gospel guys. Man. But well, it's like I'm looking at, the um, I'm looking at Jim Baker, right? Mm. This guy was a televangelist in the 70s and 80s. And uh, he had a big, like, sexual misconduct suit going on in the 80s against him but uh Again? yeah but w- <laughs> what's fun is that i didn't know like i grew up i grew up in charlotte north carolina right sure i didn't know that this guy was based there <laughs> and uh wow. obviously it was a little bit before my time but he started heritage usa which was like a religious resort town like on my route to work i used to drive by this fucking place every day and I had no idea what it was um, what? Yeah, well, dude. Basically, he so like <laughs> he had this idea in the seventies to build like a, a resort in the Carolinas, like a, a, a religious retreat, right? And uh, <clears throat> he's like, if I can get people to pledge a thousand dollars, I'll give you you know three days a free stay at my resort for your, the rest of your life once a year, right? And he had uh, he had 165,000 people donate $1,000 a piece to fund this place. 165,000? Thousand. Yeah, dude. 165,000 people, right? Is that 165 million? Or is that 16.5 million? Dude, you're I'm terrible at numbers. 16.5 or something. Yeah, <laughs> It's a lot of fucking money so either way, right? Math. It's a lot of money, bro. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, like, he ended up getting investigated by the IRS and shit. Um, a litany of, like, sexual misconduct charges and stuff. Uh, sure. A bunch of fraud. The biggest thing was this Heritage USA thing. It turned out that uh, there was more people than it donated to this 500-room hotel, right? 500 rooms, but 165,000 people donated to get that three days a year, right? Okay. The math doesn't add up. There's not enough fucking rooms. So he basically nope. scammed a ton of people out of a thousand dollars, right, to fund this, and uh, it's just this, this guy's got like just a laundry list of shit. He actually ended up serving time in federal prison for fraud, um, and as of July of this year, he still has a TV program. And he I still was does about this. to ask. Yeah, as a, and, yeah, and I'm guessing he's when he got out, he went right back at it. Well, so he, he started out with the whole prosperity gospel, right? And then post his jail time, and uh, it's actually like, he had a lot of weird, like, prophecies and shit, but he's, he's now become like a prophetic televangelist where he preaches about the end of days is coming, right? It's, I think oh, wow. somebody put a quote in the, the Google Doc about, he said the Christians will die if Trump doesn't win 2020, basically. <laughs> Mm. That's a uh, like. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, either way, yeah. same same bullshit. This guy is on the same shit. Like he's capitalized yeah. on everything. 
from 9-11 and talking about a second American Civil War to fucking school shootings and stuff. And uh, he even started trying to peddle like survival kits in 2019, like early 2020, before COVID started. No way. And as soon as COVID started, dude, this guy transitioned over to starting to peddle his own like cures for COVID, right? And people were actually buying into this shit. And the fucking FDA had to put a stop to it. It was like, these are unfounded. They sent him a warning letter, like a cease and desist. And it was like, you have to stop selling your supplements and cures, which I'm putting in air quotes, by the way. And uh, isn't that fuck like, dude, just capitalizing on the weak, like constantly. Like if there's something going on, oh, we can we can make money off of this, right? And put it as oh, yeah. the, the church. But it's just Jim Baker, fucking scumbag. Like, legit oh, yeah. scum, like convicted fraudster, and people still give this guy millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Every year. He, he, uh, I, I want to retract my previous statement. You're right, that was Jim Baker that made the comment about the uh, Christians dying if Trump loses in 2020. Okay. That I thought so. Ted Haggard. I just, I got Ted Haggard on the brain, man. Ted Haggard? Yeah, well, man. I don't know so nothing about Ted him, Haggard, so I'm excited. He was an interesting person. He was the, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the church that he was a part of. I want to say it was, um... He was a, I know he was the founder of the Association of Life-Giving Churches, and uh, he was the president for a while, from 2003 to 2006, which I'll explain why he's not anymore, of uh, the National Association of Evangelicals. But in uh, 2006, he uh, made massive headlines because it came out that he was uh, involved with a male prostitute that was his also, or also his masseur. Um, oh. I don't want to put oh, the guy's wow. name out there. But, um, yeah, so not only was he... Because, uh, he, I mean... Ted Haggard was all about, like, you know, anti-same-sex marriage and all this other stuff. And then it came out that not only was he having <laughs> sex with a, another male, but it was also, he was paying for it. And uh, then there's a crystal methamphetamine, too, which he claims that he uh, just bought and threw away without ever using. I mean, if you look at a picture of Ted Haggard, that motherfucker was definitely on the crystal bang-bang. But, uh, yeah, so he ended up facing charges for it. Picture. Yeah, he, uh, he, he definitely ended up having to pay for it there was actually an hbo special the uh, trials of ted haggard um where they documented the whole trial really? and stuff like that but this snake in the grass motherfucker in uh 2010 haggard and his wife gail they founded the saint james church in colorado springs that's not too far away from you man uh tyler no, and uh yourself, and as of yeah. september 2018 he is still running that bitch like i mean after all these allegations really? and stuff came out he's right back at it I, I just I, you know for all the meth hype I too I just go ahead and throw away as well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, but I just like to dude, buy it and look at it. Yeah, you know you just want to sometimes you just want to see a rock. Meth comes. Does meth come in rocks? Crystals. They come in crystals. I learned that. I did. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I crystal. Breaking Bad. Methamphetamine. It's like it's like buying cocaine for the smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What <laughs> the fuck, man? <laughs> I just thought the crystals were pretty. I wanted to buy them for the church. You mean what? <laughs> He's literally just sitting there, like, peeling his cheeks off. You mean Tommy, this ain't rock candy? Yeah. <laughs> I got duped by the devil. His wife's got a massive so, rock necklace just hanging up front, just a massive oh, crystal. <laughs> so fucking, somebody I'm trying to look up right now, but rock. <laughs> Dude, there's just way too many links about it right now, and I'm not sure what's what because, you know, internet. But I'm trying to figure out how much of the money that people gave to Ted Haggard's church went to him buying crystal meth and boys. Actually, I don't know. I don't Saying boy isn't fair because they don't have the age of this guy, and I'll have to look that up. So I don't want to say he was with a boy. That's a whole different ballpark right there. But it was oh, at least right, same-sex yeah. thing. He was uh, 1956. He was born in 1956. Well, no, I'm talking the about the, uh, the masseuse. Oh, oh, the masseuse. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be far younger. I mean, obviously, but still, you know, the connotation of saying, like, boy versus an adult. I mean, it's still right. fucked that... I don't want to say it's fucked that it was the same sex thing at all, because that's not... But the fact that he was going out against it so adamantly, you know, like, yeah. this is not okay, and then doing it, just the hypocrisy is what's fucked up, really. Yeah, he was against the legalization of same-sex marriage, and here he is participating in the act that he preaches against. That's the, like the epitome of hypocrisy. I like Can that he's quoted as saying, I'm completely heterosexual. Yet he was paying a male prostitute for three years. 
Yes, but then he admitted uh, to having used drugs and been masturbated by his masseuse. Okay. A rub and tug, right? That's what that's what that's called, isn't it? A good old rub and tug. Yep. Oh wow. Got three years of rub and tugs. That's all you got? Come on, man. Nah. Nah, there's, there, there had to have been more than that. I think that's just all that he would at least admit to. I mean, it's just like serial killers that come out, and it's just like, I killed three people when they actually have like a body count of like 10 or 11. You know, they're just mm-hmm. like, well, you know, maybe if I just say that I killed three, then yes, I'm still pleading guilty, and I still did a horrible thing, but it's not that bad. It's like, look, man, well, if you're getting tugged for three also. years, I'm pretty sure he was inside of you at one point. Oh yeah. wow, yeah no, oh, I man. I uh I'm reading about the the families with a mission to which Haggard had uh, urged people to uh, contribute to. Ten percent of the donations went to administrative costs, and the next ninety went to Haggard. But, yeah. What? Yeah. That's not fucked they, at all. It was so bad that it 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 got dissolved in, in February of two thousand seven. Um, and the Colorado Secretary of State had to confirm, like it was such an uproar, the Colorado Secretary of State had to had to confirm that it was dissolved. Jeez. I just want to point out. Okay, right here. Uh, about looks like Masseuse was in his early twenties at the time. Okay. So, oh, okay. So here's something also related to that: the hypocrisy of the same-sex marriage. The same year that he made headlines for being outed as having relations with a male prostitute. He was mm-hmm. also a vocal supporter of the Colorado Amendment 43 to the Colorado Constitution, which states, only a union of one man and one woman shall be valid or recognized as marriage in the state of Colorado. But wow. two dudes fucking ain't gay. Getting <laughs> <laughs> jerked off by your buddy's not gay as long as you're paying them. It's a double dutch rudder, man. It's not gay because you're only touching your dick, you know? You're not touching your buddy's dick. Trust me, man. I was in the Navy. I know all the fucking loopholes. I know how to make it, you know, weird, but not not gay. Jesus is loophole. I like to stick to the dick A. Anal, in case you're wondering. Yeah, he was supporting anti-gay legislation, and then he had a gay sex scandal. I mean, there's no way to put around it. I mean, if you're going to be against it, be against it. If you're going to be for it, be for it. But don't be a hypocrite. And that's what all of these dudes end up being, are hypocrites. You know what? Honestly, no. You should just be for it. Like, fuck being against it. Like, why are you mad at two other people being fucking happy? Like, yeah, man. No, I, that's that's a whole different. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I understand. My my closest friend is gay, right and like there. I support that motherfucker all day, every day. I don't look at him as gay. I look at him as my boy. He is my boy. Like we need to move past this whole like, oh, that's gay. No, it's not, man. It's beautiful. It's awesome. He's happy. He's doing great in life. Like what? Yeah. Fuck what does it hurt? Mm. It, it hurts nothing. Like how does nothing, it detract man. from society? It's... Oh, it doesn't. How does it do it anything other than enhance people's lives and well-being? It's just, it's a fear of your own quote-unquote views of masculinity being fucking challenged. Like, you're, it's just, you're afraid that you're going to like it and everything that you've known in life is a goddamn lie. And at this point, like, if you build your whole fucking church on, like, anti-gay sentiment and then come to find out, oh, shit, this is actually not that bad, like, everything you've done is a lie at that point. And they, it's just yeah. something that you can't admit. It, it's a power thing. Yeah. 100%. It sounds like a ton of insecurity. No, I'm gonna give the uh, bomb techs and beer bellies stamp of approval. Fuck Ted Haggard. I need to get a stamp so I can <laughs> I like actually that. start stamping that. I'm just gonna all over my desk. It's gonna be like fuck so and so. I like that. I approve. I'm with you on that. I approve. I, I yeah, concur. I, I second this motion. Yep, three out of three. Fuck mm. Ted Haggard. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. No. That's that's wild. In, in, oh man, I hate this guy. I just it, it the problem I wouldn't have such an issue with it if they weren't just preying on people that were down in the dumps that were unsure about life because I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I, I understand where I sympathize with the congregation because mm-hmm. they're trying to exert a certain amount of control over things that they can't control and they feel like paying into it at least they feel like they did something. They're like, maybe God will answer my prayers if I did this. Maybe because I pay my tithes, I get this. 
But if you read the Bible, which if you're a Christian, you ought to read the Bible because that's what you believe in. If you're Islamic, you ought to read the Quran. If if you're if you're Jewish, I think it's the uh, Old Testament and something else. Torah, I want to say. Torah, yes. Yeah. Torah. You ought to give them a read because that's that's your religion. That's what you chose. It says ten percent. That's it, man. Ten percent. You don't need to be giving your entire life savings to these people. God hasn't asked for that. He asked you to keep the ninety. <laughs> and that's if you believe in it, you know. And that's why I just I hate that they're and, and these people are, are desperate for something. I, I don't want to say tangible, but something concrete in their lives. Because the, the times that they're going to church is when they're a lot for a lot of people is when you're having a tough time with life. You can't afford rent. You're worried about being homeless. You're worried about losing your job. You're worried about COVID nineteen. You're worried about you know your mom being sick. And so instead well, of applying like the money to them, they they throw it at the church. Yeah, it's that stability they're looking for in life, right? Like everything else is falling sure. apart, but I can always go to the church. Who takes my money? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's predatory, it's manipulative, it's dangerous. It's it's so fucked up. Because I I believe we've mentioned this before. I mean, these are people that are are desperate. They're looking for answers. They're looking for help. They're looking for something that can take them away from where they're at right now. And and it's it's just making their situation so much worse. And I feel for them. I really do. Like them and people that uh, end up in cults. Um, I mean, again, that's something that you believed in, and it, you come to find out it was just this massive manipulation. It's it's just extremely predatory. Yeah, no, I 100%. Like, uh, it's... I know we're beating a dead horse when we talk about that kind of thing, and and it's... But it's 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 a huge evil. And I, and I think the thing that we, that we really hate is that they're promising you sunshine and butterflies but they're literally only helping you dig your grave until you get uh until you die and that's i I guarantee that as soon as these parishioners we'll call them parishioners um as soon as they get to the point where they can't afford to continue to buy into the church i guarantee that church is going to turn their back on them Uh, actually i don't want to say a church because church is not a place it's a community these these preachers these televangelists that we're talking about, they would—I guarantee you—they would instantly turn their back on someone that couldn't offer them money anymore because it serves no purpose. They're, they're fucking sociopaths. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, hundred percent. It's. Have you have you guys have you guys heard about Jesse Duplantis? Yes. He's yeah. another one. He's. He's got my favorite my favorite interview uh, about talking about his uh, his his new plane, his new fifty four million dollar jet that he was asking for. A Dassault Falcon uh, 7X. Just give, give this guy, give this guy a listen. Just, he's amazing. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Planis. Thank you for tuning in to This Week with Jesse. We're gonna be talking about aircraft. You know, I've owned three different jets in my life, and I and used them and just burning them up for the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, some people believe that preachers shouldn't have jets. I really believe that preachers ought to have and go on every available voice, every available outlet to get this gospel preached to the world. Now, I talk about this in a lot of my messages, and I want you to see this if we can, Caleb, get it back. This is the very first plane that I purchased for the Lord back in December 1994. And I, I, I said where I began. And then the second one I, I purchased was in January 2004, where I used to be. The one I'm flying right now, and I've been with, it's been with me 12 years, I purchased it in January 2006, where I am. Now, I want you to get a shot of this one, Caleb. Now, this is the Star Trek Enterprise. This way I'm going. Praise God, what I believe in God for. Let me just say this. We're believing God for a brand new Falcon 7X so we can go anywhere in the world one stop. <laughs> Did so, he say he was buying these for Jesus? Yes. Oh, this is, this is my favorite line. I really, this is out of his mouth. I really believe that if Jesus was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. He'd be flying in a $54 wow. million dollar plane. A $54 million dollar, uh, DeSalt Falcon uh, 7X. Yes. Now, this My. is going to be his fourth private jet. And his reasoning, if you listen to it, is so that he doesn't have to stop anywhere when he flies. He doesn't have to buy fuel from anywhere else. He can fuel up on his, if he kept listening to the next five minutes of, the, of that line, 
he he can fuel up in his own fuel farm at his own airport. So <laughs> he doesn't have to stop at other places where he could possibly, you know, give the gospel. It's only where he chooses to go. Yes. Yeah, man. I'm tracking. Right. Because because Jesus 100% rode in chariots everywhere and definitely didn't walk with with prostitutes and poor men and stop in every didn't town Jesus he was dropped at. out of school too. I doubt he I could get his pilot's so. license. Yeah, that's a good point. He also he also only wore sandals, and, and you can't fly with sandals. That's actually a law. Really? You can't even drive with sandals. Yeah, you can't even drive with sandals. That is a federal Isn't law. Isn't it illegal to drive without shoes? It is. That I hope, too, dude, well. I, I, as soon as I get in the car, the first thing I do is like, well, I'm a, I'm a Chaco guy, and um, I'm, I'm not about putting him in sport mode. I like to keep him loose, you know? And uh, as soon as I get in the car, the first thing I do is I just uh, kick the Chacos off and drive barefoot. I like to tell myself that so I can feel the pedals more. It's not. I just don't want the damn sandals in the way. You just yourself, sir. So, well, there you go. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's okay. The same you're thing, you're bro. a resident hippie. <laughs> yeah. I'm into is it really illegal to drive everywhere. barefoot? Yeah. Yes. That's no a fucking law. way. Why? Why is that a goddamn law? I, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's illegal. Because I'm with you. When I'm driving the flip-flops, I pop them suckers off, and I'm driving barefoot the whole way through. That's how I do road yeah, trips. It's more, it's more dangerous to drive, I feel like, with loose sandals or with flip-flops on. thousand percent. I mean, if you're going to die in a car wreck, die free, bro. Like, if there Jesus. was a way, if there was a way that I was getting into a car accident and I knew that was it, I would try to take as many clothes off as I could before I fucking died. Like, I'm, I'm going to die free. <laughs> I'm not dying in these shackles. <laughs> They're gonna, thread, the paramedics are going to show up, shackles. and I'm just going to have my pants at my fucking ankles. <laughs> just there smiling. <laughs> you survived you survive the wreck, and you're just standing there. You're just standing there naked in a field. Oh, God. Hey, man, you want to explain that? Look, man, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> you want to explain that? Well, I lost control of the car. No, I'm talking about your clothes. Again, I lost control of the car. I don't see how you're not following me here. Yeah, I hide your plane. I hide your plane. Yeah, no. So Je- Jesse Duplantis, uh, not he also has a three million dollar house that serves as the church rectory, um, which was actually the subject of an, of an official investigation, um, but it ended up being dropped because uh, Jesse Duplantis also has a uh, retired tax assessor uh, on his payroll. So th- this is another thing, because with money comes the ability to buy better things, which includes better people, which means that think about the IRS fighting these people. The- the- these guys, if-, if my boss has $300 million and he's willing to give me a million dollars and the IRS is only you know paying me $60,000 a year, who are you going to work for, the IRS or the crazy corrupt dude who's going to pay you a million dollars? That's a rhetorical yeah. question. I know you two would probably be like, fuck that guy. We'll definitely work for the IRS. Take that some bitch down. I understand that, and I appreciate your moral code. I'm a libertarian, However, bro. I can be bought. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I do have a price. Uh, I'll definitely be bought, too. <laughs> yeah, that's the same, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you giving me so much credit, but no, I definitely have a fucking price. And right now it's about yeah. see, student loans, car... <laughs> I want to say about sixty-two thousand. That's it. <laughs> but I had to put a number on it. I mean, ballpark, ballpark. Oh man, yeah, no, I, I I'm not gonna lie, hundred percent, hundred. I think every everyone, anyone who says like, oh, he doesn't have a price. I'm like, yeah, you just can't afford him. Yeah. But these guys can. They can hundred percent afford you know, afford these guys, and that since his house is in the ministry's name. There's no taxes on it. His three million dollar house. There's taxes on it, and but the problem is, is that is that what they, what they were talking about? Um, Clyde Clyde Gisclair, which is also a uh, tax assessor, he said that uh, um, whenever you whenever the taxes don't get paid on something that's supposed to be taxed, well that money's already been accounted. You, that money has to come from somewhere, and somebody else has to pay the bill. You know. Think about it. Think about yeah. if you're like, hey, half of my town is tax-free and the other half's not tax-free. Well, now i got to tax the non-tax-free guys double the amount in order to get this certain amount of money, in order to pay for education, for public services, for 
keeping the hospitals up for, I mean, hell, mental health care. I don't know, something. I wish they would pay for mental health care. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. Change pace. I mean, $84 billion a year. They could. 80. Fuck. I. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. 84 mm-hmm. billion with a B. Yeah. Billion. Mm. We can. I know people can't can see us right now, but I'm just <laughs> watching. I'm literally watching you guys just change your demeanor every time we hear that number. No, yeah, it's we 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 put a we put a figure on it. We we put it into terms that you can understand. Because if you hear like it's a hundred million dollars, you're like, well, that sounds like a lot of money. How much money actually is a hundred million dollars? You know, well, with eighty four billion, you know, we already proved, you know, just how much you can buy. You know, we we talked about earlier in the episode, we can compensate 1.8 million working Americans for a year, their whole paychecks for 1.8 million people. You know? That's all of the city of Tampa plus the surrounding towns and the surrounding counties. That's 1.8 million people. Now, I don't want to give that to Florida because that would be wild, but you know it goes. Well, um, wow. Yeah, no, absolutely insanity. Yeah, no, it's it's incredible. Yeah, well, do you think that kind of money would actually improve Tampa or make it worse? You know, honestly, I'm gonna say this. I think, I think if you're gonna immediately slush fund all of that, it's gonna make it so bad. Okay. But if if you pay to it like slowly, maybe it'd make it better. I don't know. I kind of like Tampa. They got a strong cigar scene down there, like real strong cigar scene and strong rum scene. That's fair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of Cuban cigars down there, too. But, um, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, no, these these guys are, these guys are, are pretty, pretty well. I, I'll, I will say Jesse Duplantis has, has managed to stay mostly out of the head, out of the spotlight for, uh, for controversies. He's been able to keep it, you know, keep it on the down low. He's been, he's managed to, uh, not quite be as large a hypocrite as everybody else, but he worked with Oral Roberts a lot, and uh, which oh, is the yeah. guy that made the uh, do what? Oh, it's just yeah, that that name. Yeah. yeah, Oral Roberts. He's the one that made the. I believe he's the the Christian Broadcast Network. Um, mm-hmm. but and he also came out with uh, the Oral Roberts University because I feel like when you make enough money, you just start handing out degrees is that what you do you open up a college and start making money that way university of phoenix style oh, all right <laughs> <What> about it <laughs> hey man look people are people are losing um, money left and right to colleges these days i feel like that's a that's a great gold mine you know of a you know of a business prospect yeah i had that's a walk-on scholarship do. at a university of phoenix you had a <laughs> <laughs> You gonna you gonna play for? Uh... Took me like half can, a second to actually, process that. Can you actually walk into uh, the University of Phoenix? I, I'm pretty sure if you just walked in, they're like, I mean, is there even a, a fucking there? No, there has to be a building. Like there, there has to be a place where they actually get their mail. So like, if you just walk in well, and be like, sure. yo, I'm a student now, they're just like, uh, okay. I don't. I, yeah, okay. I'm sure there's got to be several locations um, around that. But I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. But you no. Know, so so or uh, not Oral Roberts, but uh, uh, oh man, I just lost his name. What is his name? Um, Jesse Duplantis. Uh, he did. He was he was alive around the time of uh, Benny Hinn, and uh, not to be confused with Benny Hanna, which is uh, Steve Baoki's dad. Fun did fact. He make them uh, steakhouses or whatever. Yeah, the 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 where they chop it up <laughs> in front Hanna? of you and. Yeah. yeah, the Benihana State okay. House. Yeah, yeah I, I was wondering, but I didn't want to be racist. So I'm like, Benihana, is that the the Asian restaurant guy? It is. It that's is why, the Asian. That's why in the steakhouse. Steakhouse. Uh, uh, well, he, uh, give me a bigger Terrible shovel. father. Terrible father. Um, yeah, no shit. His son's a, a DJ. A very successful DJ. For what, like a year? Steve Oki? No, dude, he's still going hard. Actually, yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just <laughs> bitter. I'm still thinking about these guys. Now, Steve Aoki, um, actually, I got to see him live when I was up in Seattle, and uh, the dude did this whole thing where he jumped on a, um, 
like an inflatable raft and went crowd rafting i guess you'd call it not crowd surfing that's amazing yeah it was pretty cool i've never seen it before and then he threw cake at people which was pretty fun that's his oh that's like his thing right i guess i don't know i'm not really into the edm scene or or whatever that is well it's just we were given free tickets they were basically like hey who wants to go see a concert and i was like you mean sure oh man yeah no uh that that EDM stuff, that's that's my line. That's my, my calming music with this ADHD brain. But okay. um Yeah, so Benny Han, man, oh man, terrible guy. Uh he had so many controversies. He had any he had an entire HBO documentary, uh, Question of Miracles, that focused on him. Mm. Like when when HBO when HBO like hits you up and it's like, hey, we need to talk, we like we want to do a whole thing on how bad of a person you are because he was the one that that was uh, prophesizing. Not, I'm sorry, not prophesy, but laying hands on people and healing them and apparently curing all sorts of uh, all sorts of things. You know, um, that that's that's when when people started taking obviously uh, uh, issue with it. He actually had a full scale. Excuse me. A full-scale Senate investigation on him. Okay. Yeah, the United States Senate Committee on Finance uh, investigated his his ministry, and he had to divulge all of his financial information. And he, they, yeah, they wanted to see if he made any personal uh, financial uh, gains, any personal profit from financial donations. And they went through, and they, they actually uh, cited uh, a few other people. They got Kenneth Copeland in on that, uh, Creflo Dollar, the uh, the guy that also wanted a uh, um, everyone to donate $1,000 so that he could get yep. uh, an airplane. And if everybody donated more, then, they, then Jesus loved them more. What, um, what's, the, what's the fixation on $1,000? That seems to be a running theme, $1,000, It feels like a right? good number to say, honestly. I mean, like, to me, you know, like, a thousand dollars just comes off the tongue and it sounds a lot better than you know like five thousand dollars people are like oh, i don't have five grand but like a thousand dollars so i don't know that just was bothering me i don't know i mean that's just my take on it yeah 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 i i think i yeah no i i agree with that i think it's just an easy easy number i suppose but um anyway the, the investigation ended up not finding anything about anybody uh but it lasted a full a full, uh, a full four years, 2011, is when it was concluded. Good God. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, it took a full four years, which which I kind of like because now that the Senate is is taking notice into it and they're looking through it, they're, you know, people are starting to notice. People are starting to, to own up like, hey, maybe these guys are up to something. Maybe um, because I know he the, the reason this whole thing started off because he was using the uh, – their uh, Gulfstream, the company's Gulfstream, because of course he also has his own private jet as well to spread the gospel. Of course, because Jesus wouldn't ride a horse, even though Jesus mm-hmm. rode a donkey. If you guys remember, like yeah, was proud to ride a donkey when most people rode big white horses. But hey, that's you know that's neither here nor there. Um, that just comes from reading the Bible back in the day. Yeah, and I can't uh, read. that's that's okay. That's okay, buddy. We'll get you through that. That's why we're here talking. Oh my God. Yeah, I know, but he, uh, he was he was an issue, and but I'm glad that the Senate is now officially looking through things and officially taking note. And I, f- I feel like everyone else in the world is as well. There's so many, uh, like a, a fart preacher, um, on Instagram and uh, or excuse me, on YouTube and things. He's got 1.2 million hits. Hysterical things. Yeah. And uh, that kind of stuff. I, people are noticing and people are starting to take these guys Ooh. down the way the internet always takes them down by massive amounts of trolling nice it's it's great it's great all right guys uh it's about all we got today i really appreciate you guys coming out and talking with us um and talking with me um yeah yeah you know no, it's, buddy it's, it's, do what oh you know so do you know it but, buddy uh, yeah no we're having a we're having a good time and if you're out there and you're listening by all means, keep your mask on, keep your chin up. If you're looking for something fun and lighthearted to look up, definitely, I strongly suggest the uh, the Fart Preacher on uh, YouTube's The Best of Fart Preacher. It's got over a million hits for a reason. It's absolutely hysterical. 
it's a good uh, middle school level of humor if you're into that. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm with it. My my humor level has not grown since freshman year of high school. So I mean, I'll still fart in the bathtub and laugh my ass off. <laughs> I farted my own jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, you you farted your own farts. That's a great that's a great ending I'm point sorry. right there. <laughs> I farted my own jokes. All right, guys, it's been fun. All right, guys, I'll catch you next week.